Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Knock that fire down, 19. Copy, Captain. Let's move. ABC Thursdays. Firefighters, we're family. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. The subject has explosive chemicals. With fiery romances. You're the love of my life. And Andy is finally in charge. I'm going to be the best damn captain the station has ever seen. Station 19. All new Thursdays, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. I was uh, made aware of a, a very... Unusual story, and I think a very courageous story. And it's the story of Keston and Andrea Otdahl. They are a lesbian couple in uh, the United States who agreed to be surrogate parents for another lesbian couple. And then during their pregnancy, they were informed the baby would be born with severe medical complications, and ending the pregnancy was urged. So, Keston and Andrea Oddall join me on the Roy Green Show. The book, their book is um, Saving Delaney, which is the, child, the name of the little girl. And Keston and Andrea, thank you very much for making time. I, I'm, your, your story just blew me away. Well, thank you. Uh, it blew us away too, to be honest with you. And, uh, tell us, please, how it, how did it begin? Take us back to to how this. How this all how this all started before we look at your book and we see the photograph of you and this marvelous little girl. <laughs> she is marvelous. Well, um, it started when we had some friends at a party and they had they were telling us how they had spent six years trying to get pregnant and uh, they had fertility problems. They spent a quarter of a million dollars and they were being turned down for adoptions because they're gay. And we already have kids and we were done having our kids. And um, Andrea. Andrea told me that she wanted the surrogate for them. And at first I was, I, I was really hesitant, but she had her motives, and she felt like she'd be doing something um, good and uh, putting back into the universe something very positive. And so I, I had to agree, and that's how it started. So surrogacy, am I talking to, to Keston? This is Keston, yes. Okay. Andrea's Ke- here, too. I'm here, too. Hi, Andrea. Andrea. Um, surrogacy itself, before you go into accepting to be a, a surrogate, that has to be a, an emotional ride. It has to be an emotional experience. Talk to us about that, and, and when and how do you make the final decision that, yes, I'm going to do this? Um, well, for me, um, I had already had kids, and after hearing our friends talk about their problems, um, my heart just kind of broke for them. I had been lucky enough to enjoy motherhood and I could see how much of a dream this was for my friends. And um, so emotionally thinking, oh gosh, here I can make somebody's dreams come true. How wonderful would that be? Uh, Really is what motivated me initially to agree to be a surrogate. I did also have some personal reasons as well, which you will read in the book um, as Are you there? She, 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 didn't, she didn't actually tell me. So she, uh, I didn't find out until later, but she had other reasons. Um, she had had a previous abortion, and she felt bad about it. And she felt like she would be giving a life, a much-wanted life back into the universe to two parents who, to, who deserve to be parents. Sorry, I get a little bit emotional, so sometimes... She, she chokes up when she talks about No, no, you know what? When I, when I read about your book, when I read the story, I knew there would be some emotion when you were going to be speaking with me because 
that takes us now to, um, and I'm, you know, can pull back any time and talk to us about an aspect of, of your story that needs to be talked about if I'm not bringing it up. But mm-hmm. you, you, you're now, you're, you're the surrogate parent. You're carrying the, uh, the fetus. And your expectation is that you're going to be able to provide your friends with the child they've been longing for. Right? I mean, this Correct. is why you're doing it. So you're right. feeling you're feeling great about it. There's a lot of happiness involved. Well, then we you find seven months getting pregnant. I'm sorry. Really, we went through seven months trying to get pregnant, which we did not expect. It was an emotional roller coaster. Right. Just just getting pregnant wound up being a a more of a journey than we had anticipated. We thought that it would be a slam dunk because I had previously had two children, but I wound up having fertility problems on my own of my own. Um, so just the journey getting pregnant. So being pregnant was so emotional. Everybody was elated. We were on cloud nine. We were heroes. Not only were their dreams coming true, but I mean, it took us so long to get there. So it was a very emotional journey just to even be pregnant. We were all just elated. Yeah. I, uh, I then got to the part and I'm glad you, you talked to us about that. I got to the part where I found out about the, information that you received, the news that you received about who would become uh, Delaney. Didn't have a name at the time, uh, but you were informed that the baby would be born with severe medical complications. What was that like to get that information at that particular time? And then talk to us, please, about what it is you were urged to do. Um, Well, we found out that the baby had Down syndrome, Um. At first, they, they told us they didn't. They just assumed that she had Down syndrome. They didn't. We did not have any test results, and um, it it was devastating for all four of us, all four women. I mean, we had gone through so much to make this baby with so much love, and here we were just looking at the ultrasound and we we're admiring how beautiful she was and how lively she was, and then just seconds later, a doctor comes in and he urges us to terminate. And we were just devastated. Just like that. And Right. And now for me, I felt like I was being punished. Not here, I wasn't able to make these women's dreams come true. Not only did I not do that, but, like, I, I brought these four women um, down this terrible, horrible road. And I felt like instead of fixing the problem that I was trying to fix, giving a much-wanted life, I felt like now here I was going to be punished and forced to terminate another child. Well, so I can't imagine how that how you felt. The, the, the doctor, the doctor, you go in for the ultrasound, and the doctor walks in and tells you that you're carrying a Down syndrome child and to terminate, just like that. Yes. Yeah, he must have said terminate at least three times in that brief setting mm-hmm. and he just yeah he basically said this is for parents to start over like it was just so casual and not a big deal and this is what every parent does in that situation and, and he volunteered to do it himself every time by the way so so what did you what did you what did you do after that i mean what what happens at that particular moment you're looking at each other or you you leave you leave the doctor's office 
uh, you've received this 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 information, and and then you've received the uh, the medical advice to terminate. You 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 leave the office. What happens at that time? What what do you do? Well, he urged us to terminate, and and I I kind of got in there and I said, wait, hold on, we're not going to terminate today. We don't have. He wanted you to terminate right then and there. Yeah. Yes, he did. And I, I, we were like, no, we're going to, we need to know this for sure. We're not just going to go off your assumptions, Mr. Doctor. And um, so we, we decided we were going to do a, a, a test, which is very similar to um, an amniocentesis. And so we waited a long weekend to get the results back. And then I, in my mind, I tried to think of anything other than Down syndrome. This child could have researched online. I was like, the doctor's wrong. Um, but, of course, it came back, and she did have Down syndrome. And I thought it was the worst day of our lives. But, Roy, it was the best day of our lives. How so? Delaney is amazing. Delaney, uh, Delaney has taught us so much about misconceptions. She, they said, if, if you read the book, you'll see what all the things they went on a list of things they said that she had. And she only had Down syndrome. I mean, she, does, she did have a heart problem, but... She, they made it seem like she was going to be born with a severe deformity with like two heads. And Delaney has never let us down since the minute we decided we were going to keep her. Okay, let me take a quick break. I want to come back and talk to you about that because the other couple was on the side of the doctors, I understand. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty awful. Let's, let's take a break. We're going to come back and we'll talk some more with Kasten and Andrea Ottdahl. Uh, the book is Saving Delaney. Stick around. Roy may be a lot of things, but shy isn't one of them. He never backs down from a good debate. This is the Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. You're really hearing an incredible story. It's the story of Keston and Andrea Ogdahl. And the story of Delaney. Can we get them back on the air, please? I need to talk to them. Uh, <laughs> during the uh, the pregnancy, and you've, you've heard the story, as um, Keston was, was uh, uh, carrying the baby Delaney and uh, as a surrogate, um, they found out from the doctor after going for an ultrasound that um, that Delaney was going to have significant uh, severe medical complications and the doctor advised right then and there that there should be an abortion right then and there and uh, Keston and Andrea said no and you left was there ever a time uh, when, when you thought that that maybe the doctor was correct, and particularly when the other couple you were carrying Delaney for sided with the doctor and talked to us about that, please. How did that? How did that conversation Absolutely. go? You know, honestly, boy, and I, I'm so ashamed to say this, but um, the first thing out of my mouth to those women were, "If you can raise a baby like that, you are better women than I." And that was before I educated myself. I personally have deep-rooted fear of people with Down syndrome from experiences in my past. And that was the first thing out of my mouth and before I educated myself. And when they told the girl, the two girls that we were surrogating for, they told us, well, this is our decision and our decision alone, and you guys are to respect our decision. 
This is this is them talking to you. Yes, yeah, that's exactly what they said. And I was like, well, actually, no, your decision is is for yourself, but you're not going to decide the life and death of this baby, who, by the way, is Andrea's biological child. Um, but but initially, I did agree with them until I just all I could say is I had to educate myself, and they chose not to educate themselves. And so, so, so they didn't know what the reality was going to be. But they did, did. Did they have the advice from the same doctor you did? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, they were. The doctor made it seem like Delaney was going to be born with two heads. It was. It was. I, I don't. We don't blame them because the way the doctors presented it to all four of us, it was just. It looked. They said that Delaney was going to die anyways. And it, I, I don't blame the two women. So tell us about Delaney. Sorry, go ahead. We decided, oh, listen, we decided that it would be up to Delaney if she was going to make it. You know, if she, the doctor was saying, well, she's not going to make it. She's just going to be still born yeah. anyways. And we decided, you know what, that's fine. I'm sorry, so we, we, we don't have the best signal with with the phone. So was that just Andrea talking there? Yeah, we we don't have the best signal when you're when you're talking. I don't know if you're far away from the phone, but I didn't quite hear what what you what you said. Um, so so when you when you have the conversation and you, you make the decision, they tell you that you have nothing to say, that you're just you're sort of the bit players in in this, and you're going to do what they tell you is going to be done, and you decide no, you're going to keep the child. So now you have to tell us about Delaney. Oh my God, Delaney is. Like I said, Delaney has never let us down, and Andrea and I educated ourselves everything that we could about what the doctors were saying was wrong with her and why they felt that that was the case, and we knew that she was okay. When we The next ultrasound that we went into, we knew, we saw her, and we knew that she was going to be okay. I don't even know how to describe it, but... It was an emotional moment for us. We just looked at each other, and we knew everything was going to be fine. And Delaney today, with early intervention, uh, she is on target developmentally with typical children her age without her disability. That's amazing. Intervention. You know, when I, when, I, when I look at the photograph of, of, of you and this little child, this little, this little kid, this little girl on the cover, it's such a tremendous photograph, and she looks like such an amazing little girl. She really she does. Really is. If you go to her, her Facebook, Delaney Scott on Facebook, you'll see her dancing the polka. She's she signs what almost 150 words. Um, she talks. She sings. She dances. She's just like any other typical two-year-old. She gets into a lot of mischief, but, but we can't imagine our life without her. So, what's the message here? What's the lesson that you learn? What's 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 the what's the ultimate um, result of your entire experience, you know, tell our listeners, I don't, I don't, you know, we're going to read the book anyway, but what's the ultimate experience that you come away with? I, I will tell you why for me, this Captain, for me, what I learned is what, sometimes what you fear the most is what you need the most. Isn't that and interesting? I, uh, our lives are so much richer in our family's lives. I mean, if you read the book, you'll see, after we decided to keep her, we really faced a lot of backlash. People did not want us to keep her. We were completely alone. Well, when you say people didn't want you to keep her, and you felt you faced a lot of backlash, like from from family, from friends, from the medical community, where did where did it all come from? Uh, yeah, I mean, even our 
my my parents, um, you know, they were coming from a place of love, but they were worried that having a child with special needs, that she was going to be a burden on our family. And how were, you know, the other kids that we had, how are they going to feel having a sister with special needs and how would it affect them? Um, and a lot of our families thought, our friends thought that we were making a mistake as well. Um, we were abandoned. What do they say now? Um, well, some of them still say, well, the, the jury's still out and that Delaney's still going to ruin our lives, but mostly uh, mostly everybody rallies behind Delaney because you just cannot, because she is so amazing. You can't deny it. I imagine that you're making one heck of an impression on, on families um, where um, children with special needs are significant, are an integral part of their family unit. I'm sure there's smiles all over this country, people listening to what, you, what you're saying. Gosh, we hope so. People connecting we with. We so. And we so, hope that other parents that get the prenatal diagnosis reads the lady's story and know that there is hope. Guys, I want to thank you for spending the time with me. I, I just when I when I read this when I read this or the outline of your story from the uh, publicity agent who sent it to me, and I don't talk to authors very often. It's very rarely that we'll do author interviews on this show. I just felt we needed a, we, we I felt we needed to talk to you to find out about um, about saving Delaney and find out about your experience. And I'm glad we've had the conversation. Thank you so much, Roy. We really really appreciate it. Um, we want to share Delaney's story to everybody. All the very best to you both, and Delaney, of course. Thank you very much. Thank you, Roy. Take good care. Keston and uh, Andrea Adol, and the book is Saving Delaney. Saving Delaney. You take a look at the photograph, honestly. I I looked at the photograph of the... You can can find it online. Just Google Saving Delaney. You'll see the same photograph I saw. And it's just such a... She's such a happy-looking little child. And, um, no, I just felt like I needed to talk to her. A nice story to end the weekend. We'll come back and we'll do exactly that right after this.